0: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Happy Monday. I'm Jay Zawaski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi. Thanks for being with us. We always appreciate you showing up for us. Make sure you smash that like button on our YouTube page. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube page as well. Podcast listeners, make sure you're following or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. A couple of things to know about before we get the show started this Friday. We are going to be doing a live post-game show at Legends Grill and Bar in Mokina. You're going to want to join us out there. Presented, of course, by our friends at Goose Island, 9710, 191st Street in Mokina. Weird game. Puck drop at 5 p.m. So you probably see the post-game show around 7.30, 7.45-ish. Maybe closer to 8, depending on technical issues. But we're going to be there for the whole game, watching the game. Uh, more details to follow, we're probably going to have like an RSVP system on our new and improved allchgo.com, which you should also check out. Um, but plan on that. Plan on being there Friday at Legends in Mokina, 9710, 191st Street. And speaking of allchgo.com, that's where you're going to want to go for info on our latest takeover at the United Center coming up very soon. Mm-hmm. November 4th versus the Florida Panthers. We're going to do pregame drinks and a meetup. We're going to have uh, tickets to the game, obviously, uh, and we're going to do the uh, pregame experience at Fifth Third Arena. Lots of great stuff tied into this event. So jump over at allchgo.com. Go to our events tab or our diehard tab. If you're a diehard, you'll save on the event, of course, for all the info on our November 4th takeover at the United Center. Hawks and Panthers, that's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Yeah,
1: a lot of stuff going on with us, and can't wait. It's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, and the new website looks really great. The whole crew was working on it all weekend, and it just flows wonderfully. It's great stuff, so make sure you check that out. I've got my Blackhawks beat dropping tomorrow, which I think people will get a lot of conversation out of. I already see some people talking about it in the (laughs) chat, (laughs) and we got Blackhawks beat coming this week, uh, starting up again, so tons of great stuff. I mean, rebuild report. What did I say? You said your Blackhawks beat twice. I said
1: it again. You're just so selfish. Just so Sorry, I've got like three
0: hours of sleep over the last three days. So, uh, yes, the rebuild report will drop on Wednesday. Yep. So <coughs> oh, yeah, don't I don't miss that.
1: that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Lots to uh, catch up on on the rebuild report, but a lot of it, good stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, let's catch up with practice today, Greg. You were there. Uh, I know we have some uh, injury news, some line changes. So what did you learn today?
2: Well, uh, it certainly sounds like Philis, Philip Kurashev is going to be back Tomorrow night against Boston, uh, he was on a line with uh, Jason Dickinson and Corey Perry. Uh, that line's broken up because Nick Foligno is up to the top line with Tyler Johnson and Connor Bedard because uh, that shoulder injury from for Taylor Hall is, let's be honest, probably should have never came back. Yeah. And uh, now he's back to being out for, quote, a bit week to week, just like they said when the injury happened <laughs> a Initially, week and a half ago, yeah, yeah. Um, So he's gonna be out some time. Don't know how long. Um, so of course, that's a lot of discussion. The lines today: uh, Tyler Johnson with Bedard and Felino, Radish, Reichel, Athanasiou on the second line. Okay, with Dickinson and Perry as I said, and then that fourth line stayed together: Kachuk, Donato, and Reese Johnson. Uh, Luke Richardson was very. Uh, complimentary of them when he spoke. Mine was great. Just said, that's exactly what you want out of your energy line. He kind of said, look what Vegas does. They start that fourth line every period, every mm-hmm. game. Um, you know, that, that Wah carrier and
0: uh, I forget Colesaw. who it was, Colesaw. Colesaw, yeah. Worked out well in the third period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they yeah.
2: scored the essentially the game-winning goal. Yeah. I mean, it technically wasn't, but it was. Um, so he's kind of looking for that same thing out of that line, and that line scored a goal. So – yeah." Uh, that line's going to stick together for at least one more game. So, uh, And the um, D pairs remain the same uh, as well. Colin Blackwell skated uh, as well. So he's... Uh, that was good to see. He's. We're going to hear from him here in a little bit. Uh, an emotional yeah. Colin Blackwell uh, in the locker room today. He's still a ways away. And I would imagine he's going to get a conditioning stint in Rockford yeah. before he, they even, they're not just going to like say, okay, you've skated twice in eight months. Go get him." Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Go, go get him, kid. They're yeah. going to, they're going to ease it. And there's zero rush to get him back in the lineup. But as we'll hear, he's just happy to be feeling like a normal human being again, uh, after his sports hernia surgery in the summer and some setbacks and complications to that.
0: Well, let's talk it's about that stuff. top line with Felino there on the top right. And I think, a couple of things we talked about in the postgame show after the Vegas loss was Taylor Hall was clearly still hurt, just not himself. There are a lot of people saying this guy sucks. He's washed. He's playing with an injury, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good for him to rec- – I appreciate the effort, him trying to go out there and tough it out, but the it takes a lot of character, too, to acknowledge, like, hey, I'm probably not helping the team very much right now. I'm going to take a step away and, and really recover so I can be yeah. myself again. Uh, and I Felino has been really good. I mean, you want to talk about, yeah, Bedard has been the most, probably the best hawk all season up front. But in terms of, like, consistently showing up, consistently creating chances, consistently doing her job, it's been Nick Felino every game. All six games he has been mentioned as, well, he did his part, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. He has earned it. And I think he's got the kind of a, a history as a player where he's going to be able to handle playing on a, in a top six role. I don't I don't think he's going to look lost. It's no. not ideal, but right. he's just
2: older. Yeah. And here's another thing to think about. Yes. Um, th- this is the second time they're facing Boston. Yep. Um, and I was talking about this exact scenario with, with our guy, T- uh, Tab Bramford of uh, Bleacher Nation. They had Brad Marchant messing around with Bedard, you know, yeah, he, in his, trying mm. to get in his head, get you him off his game. That, yeah. Right. You got Nick Felino out there. You know, some they, the term swatting flies, keeping the flies off, he's going to be keeping the flies off yeah. of Bedard. You, you know, sure. Yeah. Brad Marchant might think twice about, you know, messing around with yeah. him. Or if he does, yeah. he's going to have Nick Felino to answer to. and He'll
1: have him in his face.
2: He played with him and knows, you know, eh, maybe that's not a guy I want to mess with. So, <laughs> yeah. And as you mentioned, Jay, he's been the most consistent offensive player, all-around player, uh, that, that they've had and you know he's still ska- yeah he's older but he still skates well and Tyler Johnson's a guy that has played with high skilled players a lot in his career he's a savvy vet that knows where to be on the ice mm-hmm. he's defensively responsible you know he's so you've got Felino there that's going to go in the corners and get the puck Johnson can make the pass if he needs to or he knows be ready. The pass is coming my way. You better he be st- know it by now. You
0: would think. It's been two times we've seen him not be ready so far. <laughs> so,
2: yes, it's it's not the greatest situation. And I know, you know, I don't know. Do we want to get into the, you know, need more help discussion now? Well, that's, we- I, I haven't
0: finished it yet, but that's why I'm writing for Blackhawks beat tomorrow. And um, I know people want to get into it, so we can get into it a little bit here, I think. It, it's You have to remember that. Trades don't even really start until Thanksgiving,
2: and even that because teams
0: don't like, even know what they have yeah. yet.
2: I know a lot of the thing, a lot of it out there is, oh well, they got to trade for somebody. Well, how many teams are are dangling top line, top six forwards out there One. right now? Connor that's, Garland is it? That's it. And that's not even really the team dangling. That's the team saying go and seek a trade. Yeah, if
0: you can find a trade, right? Go that's ahead. That's his agent. That's right. not the
2: Canucks saying here's this guy. They've given his agent permission, and. I like Carl Car- Car- Connor Garland. Yes, I want to call him Carlin Gonner, um, <laughs> George Carlin. He's a nice player.
0: Yeah,
2: but he's not the like people. No, some people like are BLN acting like you know no. it's it's the second coming of Mario Lemieux out there. He'd be a nice addition, but chances are he's going to get here and he won't get any points his first two games with Connor Bedard and everything. Like, Why do we trade for this guy?
0: <sighs> what's like what's a comp for Connor Garland? Is he a CU, maybe a little bit better than a Thanasiu?
2: Yeah, with a little more finish. Maybe yeah. not as fast, but right. he's that same type In of In terms player. of production, probably yeah. close to that. Yeah, um, you know, it's just a tough time to be looking for top six talent. Yes. Uh, and, and we were going, Mario, we were going through some guys, some teams that the only teams that are really looking to trade guys now are teams that are trying to dump salary cap.
1: Yeah, and a lot of these
2: salary cap dump type players, they're not exactly guys you want to be throwing in your top six anyway. Right. So th- there's not going to be th- there's not going to be a superstar walking into that locker room anytime soon. Probably not at all this year.
0: Right. Yeah. These similarity scores on Hockey Reference, which are always fun, uh, through six years, which is where he is in his career. Uh, The names you probably will all recognize, Patrick Marlowe, he's not that good. Uh, Patrick Bergman, Joffrey Lupel, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, not that good. Mark Pavlovich, Andre Kovalenko, Bo Horvat, which is crazy because former teammate. Uh, Mike Foligno and David Viborne. So we're
1: not talking about... The closest for their career is, as far as current NHLers go, is Chandler Stevenson. The... Careful
0: with that one though, because suddenly Chandler Stevenson has yeah. become a stud. It took
2: him three or four teams to get that. Yeah, he's not. He got to. He got to a coach. <laughs> he got to a coaching staff that knew how to use him properly yes. and put him in a in a position to succeed.
1: Um, and he has. And that's he's, been yeah, great. Sounds like what Connor Garland needs. Right.
0: Well, um, playing with Conor Bedard would certainly help him. It would certainly if help if he's ever going to become, you know, uh, Chandler Stevenson. Another person that's on uh, Conor Garland's career
1: list is uh, Tyler Arneson.
0: <sighs> Tyler Arneson was not a bad player. No, he was just not a franchise-altering center like right. they wanted you to believe he was. He's right, no, right I, here in our
1: set. No, I I, I feel it like is. I feel like Conor Garland, the biggest one. I feel like Conor Garland's uh, role, if he were to come to this team to replace Taylor Hall would be we need someone who you can squint hard enough to see can play in the top st- top 6 and for a short time replace Taylor Hall in a top 6 role and then when Taylor Hall is able to come back you have Connor Garland who shifts down your lineup and plays in a more more likely role in a second or third line role for the rest of the season and and then he at least has you know, some some runway with the team. Twenty seven years old, so you are not signing a guy who's thirty six on his on his last legs of his career. And you can you know look at Connor Garland as a guy that if he came here, you could look at as being part of that kind of like bridge to the end of the rebuild. Bridge to Camesso. Um Yeah, you know, you go along the bridge of Camasso <laughs> to the next bridge, um, and yeah, th- that I think is the the player and the team and the fit that makes the most sense but i i don't take kyle davidson as the kind of guy that makes snap reactionary moves and i with all the experience that we've we've had with him and and that you know blackhawks fans have had with him he doesn't give me any feelings of deviating from the plan whatsoever it sucks that. that taylor hall is is missing time and you know, coming into this season, Hall and Bedard were gonna be locked together wherever they were in the lineup. Um, so it's it definitely sucks that he's going to miss uh, you know, week to week time, especially right at the beginning of the season when, you know, you're trying to build that chemistry between those two players. Um I just don't see it unless unless the significance of Hall's injury is worse than week to week and we're talking like you said, you were talking into January and, and, and what whatever, then I can see, you know, maybe looking at getting somebody who can play in a top six role who can also kind of fit that mold of, of the organizational direction. Um, but it's, it's either Connor Garland or I don't know, William Nylander, and I don't think Toronto's getting rid of him at this point. So, no, it's they need they,
0: Toronto is clearly going for it this year. and We'll figure out Nylander when they can figure out Nylander. But, yeah. I just want to be clear I'm I was for bringing Garland in before the Hall injury. I think you just make that top line Bedard Hall and Garland, and that's your top line. He's he plays on the yeah. right side, Hall's a left winger, like there's your top line. And is again, Connor Garland is not your ideal. He's not Martin San Luis, not Pavel Bure. He's not the kind of guy that's going to pump in 50 and be an all star for you. But when you look at this roster, he's the best right winger unless you are ready to pull the plug on the Rico experiment. And I don't think it's, I know it's frustrating as fans to watch, but he's gotten better every game and he's had his moments every game. He hasn't scored yet, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I think what we know about davidson what we know about luke Richardson is they've got more patience than the fans as they should that's their job yeah uh so i don't think they're ready to just call it on reichel yet no no nor, nor they shouldn't
2: um and another thing i've, I've seen out there today um in, in my mentions is you know they're worried about Connor bedard with this no help lack of talent well the kid with just no help and lack of talent around him is on pace for 27 goals and 54 points yeah um and somebody, it's going to hurt his development because he's going to think he's got to do everything on his own, Oh, kind of like he did every year in yeah. Regina. Like, this is the most talent he's ever actually had to play with. Right. Like, he's a superstar. He's going to want to do it all himself anyways. This season isn't about making the playoffs. It isn't about, well, like, what we've seen from Connor Bedard so far has been great. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. there to where you're like, this is going to be – really good like it's six games into this thing Mm -hmm. just because the Blackhawks have an overabundance of young defensive prospects doesn't mean they need to go out and trade one for a guy to come in and play with with Bedard until Taylor Hall is ready to come back it just thought that long-term that makes no sense and if we knew anything about kyle davidson is he is a long term yes. guy he is playing the long game here so he's not going to worry about four to six weeks right now he's not going to give up something that he thinks can maybe be a piece next year so conan bernard has quote help
0: yeah it shouldn't be just to do it don't do it because it, you can but the, if, if, if there's, there's a, something makes sense in the context yes if a guy I'm like sure. Connor
2: Garland if if Kyle Davison thinks Kyle Gar, Connor Garland is a guy that can be here and be productive for the next 2 seasons after this then sure Go right. out and get but don't just go out and get another veteran just because you can. What does that accomplish? He's not in the market of giving up assets for stopgap guys right now. What's like-
0: that bottom comment there? Uh it just popped up. I like
1: Bijan's. Uh, it's uh, no
0: It says we have absolutely nobody to get the puff for Bedard with all Out. It's just dumping the puck in and nobody winning any battles. What does Nick
1: Felino like, do? Yeah,
0: Felino's there doing it, Corey Perry's there doing it. Like that's just not well. And again, on, these guys don't Bedard's, just grow on trees either. They're
1: on not- Bedard's line. We have to see what happens with Felino. Paired with him, right. like Felino's doing it with Dickinson and Perry, because that's their job. Dump it in, go win a battle, and but and Donato wins some...
0: board battles. He digs out pucks. Yeah, Radish, he's not paired. paired the corner with with last game with Bedard. Like, it,
2: it's it's not time to be. It's it's not time to be like panicking. Nobody should be panicking. Connor Bedard is just fine, guys. Yeah, four he's points in going six games. To, He's That's, going to be okay, <laughs> okay with or without Taylor Hall. Whoever you put out there with Connor Bedard, he's going to elevate them. Yeah. And if he, they don't, they'll be gone and the next guy up. Like, it will be fine. This season isn't about winning. It's about developing. And I... It, the reason the Blackhawks got Connor Bedard in the first place is because they had a crap ass roster. And while it got improved, it's still pretty bad roster. We knew all of yeah. this going in,
0: right? And I, it's I saw going uh, to be okay. Jacob say this isn't a troll, and I apologize ahead of time. DeBrinket would have been awesome on Bedard's line, but Bedard would not be a Blackhawk if Alex DeBrinket was still here. Sure, neither would Kevin Korczynski. Nope, no. So, you know, or yeah. if they
2: wanted to go get him this year, maybe he's referring they should have got him. It should have brought him back.
1: It felt like that. Well, they didn't get him as a free agent. But
2: yeah, Detroit traded for his rights. All right, and
0: yeah, yeah, I mean Alex DeBrinket is where he wanted to be, though. Right. There's a reason it was Detroit that got him because I think DeBrinket made it pretty clear that this is where I want to be. Yeah,
2: and you know, DeBrinket is is scorched earth right now. He's playing. He's
1: playing in a place that he wants to be in. And it makes all the difference. When you see players that are playing in situations that they don't want to be in, I, I don't know how many NHLers power through and play at all-star elite levels when they're not happy with where they're playing. In he didn't he didn't want to go to Ottawa. He didn't want to leave Chicago. No, but he was he was traded to Ottawa and tried to make the best of it in a situation that he didn't want to be in. He wasn't close to his family. He had he wasn't close to his his young. Uh, f- growing family with his son, you know, being being back here and, and, and in you know the Detroit area and, and in, for his family. So now he's actually in Detroit, close to everybody that that yep. it, you know, it's it's such a different situation. And so when you see a player who is in a good situation in their personal lives, it translates to on the ice. So I, I'm I'm happy for Alex Debrinhead to be yeah, me too. playing playing the way he sure. is. It's I just it's, wish he was it's, doing it's it's it for fantastic team. <laughs>
0: hey, and I, look, I I prefer the NHL when the Red Wings are good. I know it's I know it's it the is big, better for the, the ancient rival and all those things, but like not anymore having Detroit suck for a decade is not good for the game. That's a heritage franchise. Like you want the original six to be competitive. Yeah. That is really good for the league. And Detroit, man, so far they look like an effing wagon. Yeah. And I, I got I, it's I know it's early. But all my Steve Eisman jokes have aged poorly. Steven, you need to go back and yeah, delete all let, those.
2: Let, 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 let's the, let the other 75 games play
0: <laughs> out. You know,
2: I don't think it, Alex Debrinkhead is going to be scoring 91 goals this year. Uh, let, <laughs> no, I think I think many. some of those numbers are start coming back to earth. Um, but listen, having to change your lineup and build lineups on the fly, game to game, that is every team does it. Every week, it's the NHL. Injuries happen. Yeah. And teams can't just go out and say, well, our top-line guy got hurt, so let's just go out and trade for another top-line guy. It just doesn't work that way. It yeah. sounds great. It works if you turn off the you know no-trade rejections on NHL. You can go get anybody you want. That's right. <laughs> but that's just not how it works. So somebody's going to have to step up and be the guy with Bedard. Somebody who's here is just gonna have to step up and elevate their game. and you know I think, what
1: we need. I think it's all getting amplified too because this is happening right at the beginning of the season, when you have undefeated Vegas, undefeated Boston, undefeated Colorado, and Toronto five, all, five, on, all on all in the schedule.
2: Five games in a row against those undefeated teams. By right, fact, exactly. It's insane.
1: And fi- and all those games to start the season. You had all the road trips. You know, had all all the games on the road and the five game road trip to start the season all the home openers, including your own, like there's just so much going on around the team that anything, especially Bedard, anything that is not him scoring four goals in his debut or him, you know, with 20 points through five games or anything like that, anything less than that seems like what's wrong? What's the problem? It's just the problem is you have a inferior Blackhawks team playing teams that are all looking to contend for the Stanley Cup this year. So, once we see this team against more evenly matched competition, I think we're going to get a better feel of where everyone is at, including Bedard. And again, losing Hall doesn't help, but it's not like they are completely devoid of anyone who can just play with Conor Bedard. They have right. some guys that can, that can make it work. And especially if it's just role guys, like Nick Felino is a role guy. T- Tyler Johnson is a versatile role guy. They don't necessarily need a superstar this year a superstar to play with Connor Bedard. Like, they can have guys play their roles, and Bedard will be able to adjust his game to whoever he's playing with, and I, I think he has the ability to do that. And
0: also, it's it's also important to remember, we talked about this a lot this summer, that the next two free agent classes are absolutely loaded. So it is it is expected that, he's, that Kyle Davidson's going to do something in one of those two free agent classes to bring yeah. in help for Bedard. So you might not want to go and just panic move do something because of the Taylor Hall injury or even if you want to do it before then just to do it again like I've said from jump and I hope we're making it clear if it makes sense in the context of the plan cool don't go make a move just to make a move and I I don't think I, I don't think Kyle Davis is going to do either quite frankly but I really don't think he's going to go panic and there's nothing in his personality that says that he's worried they they have played well most of the games against juggernaut teams. Colorado, they got their asses kicked. They're out of gas, and Colorado was kicking everyone's ass. Mm -hmm. Vegas, they played them even for 40 minutes, and then fell apart at the end. That's going to happen. But most of the games, and they played like ass for the first 40 in Montreal, Mm -hmm. but overall, they've been right there in most of the games they've played. I just can't wait to see them play anyone other than a cup contender.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd love to see them start playing Nashville, and St. Louis, and Arizona, and you know, bring on the San Jose
2: Sharks, San Jose, bring on Atlanta, Columbus, bring on and you know, yep. br-
1: all these all these teams, and love to see them play those teams, and be like, okay, where are they actually at? Right, you know, yeah. let's stop playing Cup contenders. Well,
0: that, and that's why we, were, well, I guess, I I guess that's why I was so pissed after the Montreal game, right? Because in my yeah. mind, it's like, okay, this is an evenly matched game, and then it should look better than, that. and they yeah. were a post away from tying it still, so close. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you know what the Hawks need? They need a hero. They need a hero. <laughs>
2: they need a hero. I need a hero.
0: And we got a hero a part of our team
2: here at CHCO, oh, our good friends over at Hero Bread. They are uh, not your average bread company. Obviously not just the name, but uh, they 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 give you healthier alternatives to your bread consumption. And we're talking to Chicago sports fan and bread is a huge part of <laughs> it's our the diet. The main food sure. group my friend sure it is. It is it sure is. Well, You don't have to worry about taste and texture with Hero Bread. Their bread is soft, it's delicious, it's flavorful, and it also has high fiber or ultra-low net carbs, as well as zero grams of sugar per slice. So you get all the great taste of your favorite types of bread with more nutritional value. And right now, our friends at Hero are going to give you 10% off your very first order at Hero.co by using the promo code CHGO. Hero, bread, Hero makes sliced breads, buns, tortillas, and they are available at, at Hero.co and Amazon as well. So whether you're making a sandwich, you want to make uh, some brats or hot dogs, maybe some burgers, mm-hmm. or it's taco night. Oh, yeah. They got it all. Tuesday. Right now, Hero Tomorrow. Bread is offering the CHGO family 10% off their first order. Just go to Hero.co and use the promo code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O.co to save 10% today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, sir. Sliced bread is great. And so is... What's the best thing since it? Legalized cannabis. Nice. And if you want to get some of that, go to our favorite spot, Sunnyside, your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping. A place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high quality products. Sunny Sun is everything you need to elevate your football season, Bears. No matter where you are on your cannabis jersey journey, damn it. Yeah, everyone says Jersey. Carm I heard Carm do it too. Cannabis jersey. Carm did it yesterday. They're going so to get send some you cannabis, cannabis jerseys jersey now. It's because we're some, talking sports too
1: much. Some hemp made jersey. Yeah, like a hemp jersey. Too yeah. much
2: sports, not enough <laughs> c- cannabis. <laughs> All right,
0: resetting. M. <clears throat>
2: we'll take that. No matter out. where you Post. are
1: on your cannabis journey,
0: put on your cannabis jersey for easy <laughs> online ordering and in store pickup. <laughs> They've also got their loyalty program, Sunnyside Rewards. It's Illinois' favorite dispensary. Why? Because it's awesome. Yeah. I talk all the time about Mindy's and Good News, so I'm going to I'm gonna highlight another great brand, Florical. Born on the West Coast, Florical, see, Cal, get that, California? Ah. Farms is committed to rigorous pheno hunting, as we all are, and small-batch cultivation practices that yield only the best results. Flour is always hand-trimmed and expertly cared for to ensure only the best flowers, vapes, gummies, and pre-rolls go to the market. They've also got Wonder, Remedy, High Supply, Cresco, so many great brands. And now through October 31st, head to sunnyside.shop, use that code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order, one use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. And that's not only for new customers. Anyone can use that code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois Med card holder. And this makes me laugh because the expiration is on Halloween. And there's like all these like PSAs of like, People are putting drugs in your kids. Nobody trick or likes bags. your kids no. to give them free drugs. I promise drugs. you I'm not putting a pre-roll in your kids' bag. That is for me. No, yeah. That is not for your child. Nobody, Hell no. Nobody likes your kids <laughs> enough to give them free drugs. Exactly. Get over it. We did have, when I lived in Payless Heights, there was like a meth house uh, in our in our neighborhood. Nice. And we didn't know. Uh, we didn't know. So my daughter was maybe three or four when trick-or-treating and answered door and they just threw Taco Bell sauce packets in her bag. I'm like, all right. Sweet. That's useful. Math. I can use that. Yeah. yeah that's better
1: than meth. <laughs> it's better than meth. <laughs> it
0: is cheaper, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Anyway, don't do that. Although, I will say, talking to, talking about Taco Bell sauce packets, Stephen and I were very disappointed in uh, our late night Taco Bell when we were in Pittsburgh because we asked for about 20 sauce packets and we got zero. Ooh. So I was looking was, in the empty bag for 30 seconds. It's got to be in there somewhere. You no. Know. That was, that was that was that was a tough blow at three thirty in the morning. up
2: taco sauce that was on the floor and put it uh, on. There. That wasn't taco sauce. <laughs> yeah, was awesome. was well, else. you know, at <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> speaking on of meth Tuesday houses in Pittsburgh, <laughs> you were lucky you got tacos. That's let true. alone sauce. Bigger be choosers at three in the morning. Should
0: have gone house. back to Genoa and had another pizza.
2: You could have gone across the street to the all night bodega and got some hot sauce.
0: Could have. Obviously, didn't you? You didn't want it. Chose not. Yeah, what we didn't talk about chose either. Chose not to. Is Pittsburgh also had shirtless guy across the street? Did they? There was like a naked person in the, oh, the yeah, apartment. In that, in that apartment. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I must have missed that. It yeah. was.
2: It was only uh, can be seen through, from the bedrooms. Mm.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's right. convenient. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was well there's fun. only one original shirtless
0: guy. Yeah. Yes, the one and only, the only one that matters. Yeah. All right. Why don't we hear from Colin Blackwell? This is really good today, and I think. Um, as I was driving in listening and I'm very little sleep, I'm feeling very emotional. So, uh, I kind of started feeling guilty about like all the fun we've had at his expense and that's what it is. It's fun. But I think sometimes we lose sight that whether it's, you know, Connor Bedard or Colin Blackwell, um, these dudes are humans and they go through it. And I think, uh, Colin Blackwell is going to let you behind the curtain on what he's been going through over the last few months. Uh, it's pretty brutal. Uh, so check it out. Just Colin Blackwell after practice today.
3: Without any pain, and be able to get on the ice and skate and stuff, and you know I finally kind of got over that hump. Um, it's been uh, a long, a long road, and then a lot of not many ups, but a lot of downs. So um, just to be out there with the guys today, it was uh, it was just felt like normal for the first time in a while. So um, it's uh, it was a good day to, to wake up, know that I was going to be skating today, and then uh, you know go through it and, and you know get some reps in, and, and feel pretty good about it. This it. All go back to the, the sports area
4: surgery and yeah, spring? yeah.
3: Like uh, so, yeah. I haven't. Uh, you know, the summer kind of sucked. as, was. Uh, You know what February 27th I think it was and then I didn't get the the surgery until um, March or so Um, and then it was just kind of I was here all summer doing rehab and I just kind of had a couple setbacks and then um, before training camp um, after a setback uh, I was just trying to skate so when training camp hopefully I could get over the hump and um, unfortunately had another setback Um, so it was kind of just, uh, yeah, it was, it was fru- very frustrating, uh, it's been a long time and, and it was kind of just from, you know, several months ago, you know, so and it's just been kind of one thing after another, but we've been able to kind of figure some things out and, uh, like I said, kind of get over the hump and finally for the first time in a long time uh, feel Close to, to being like myself that, that I used to be, so um, that's it's uh, a big step for me. So, you think you're, how close do you think you are to being, being I ready? I mean, to be honest with you, I haven't really thought that far ahead or anything along those lines. I'm uh, like I said, I I took my dog for a walk this morning and I I felt uh, good, you know, <laughs> without uh, walking and not taking uh, anti-inflammatory stuff and, and stuff along those lines. I, I feel um as close to myself as i remember and where i used to be and stuff um so i mean i look around the room i mean it's been eight months since i've played hockey and um you know everybody else here got a summer um and then got a training camp and then what six games so far so i mean i'm a realist i'm I'm pretty behind schedule but at the same time uh, i'm a gamer so whenever i i get thrown in there or, or if i get that opportunity uh you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be ready. Is
0: it you know? dry, I was gonna say, is it drying for you? You come into the room and it looks
3: completely different.
4: Uh,
3: I mean, no, we got a great core group of people here, and there's some new faces. And I, I've been around, like I've been around the whole summer, so it's not like I don't know some of these guys or play against some of these guys. So some of the people they brought in, some familiar faces. I mean, I played on a couple teams with Ryan Donato, and then playing against some of the other guys. Um, and then we brought back some guys that had really good ends of the, the year last year. And, um, so I like the makeup of, of the team that we have. And like I said, familiar faces. And even though I haven't been playing, I, uh, I've i been around. Um, so it does suck that, you know, probably the last two months after I got hurt, after the trade deadline last year, I think the boys were on the road for probably six out of the last eight weeks of the season. And then kind of here by myself other than maybe Murph and blast for the whole summer. Um, and then, you know, the guys go uh, on the first road trip of the season for two weeks. So, um, yeah, like I said, um, it, it's not... A different really room there's a lot of guys that were here last year and then some new faces that have had uh, you know Tom like, reju- rejuvenated the locker room some of the you know the older veteran guys uh, you're know, always you know making sure that people are hanging out with each other and good vibes around the room and then some of the younger guys that you can see around the ice and working hard and you know you can tell that they really are getting a taste of it and they really want it so it's, uh, it's, it's a good buzz around the room. Has it been tough to be on the sideline while these roster battles battles are happening and you want to kind of show that you still belong as a piece of this team? I mean, I, I mean it sucks yeah yeah, absolutely, but um, you know, you see, like you talk roster battle. Some guys have been playing awesome, and uh, for me, just. When I'm not playing, I'm uh, rooting for everybody to do well, you know. So it's it's one of those things that I, I can't say enough about the guys in the room of like how good human beings they are. Um, and so when you have good people in the locker room, um, you know there are awesome battles that are happening, but good things are happening to good people. So um, that's exciting. And for me, I, I can only control what I can control, you know. And uh, for the last eight months, uh, I haven't really been able to control that much. Um, so. For me, I just kind of take it day by day, and, and from the sidelines, anytime whether you're healthy or unhealthy, it, it sucks. But I'm a part of a, you know, a great organization, a great group of guys so far, and everybody's been awesome. So, um, from that standpoint, uh, like you, you want to be out there, and you want to be playing. But uh, so far, uh, you know, I think a lot of guys have been playing really good hockey and show a lot of good things, and um, you know, it's exciting to finally jump out here on the ice with them. What's with that? I'm sure that's been challenging mentally. I mean, Let's helped you get over that? Um, yeah, you know what, uh, yeah, it's been pretty draining to be quite honest with you. Um, but, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, uh, basically my family, um, wife, uh, (laughs) they've been awesome. A lot of the guys too, um, so. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they've been unreal. <laughs>
4: what when um can you describe like when it got really bad? Or what what was the feeling like? What were you not able to do um,
2: that you just kind of took for granted in your daily life or your life?
3: Yeah, no, I mean uh, I've had the game taken away from me before, so uh, I don't take much for granted anymore. But uh, it's uh, I mean when you have stuff lower body injury kind of like I had and you know you can't really go for a walk without any pain or anything along those lines Uh, goes back to it can be definitely mentally uh, grueling and stuff so I mean for me it was just being able to just be like a normal human being a little bit before I can even you know jump back on the ice like I probably took I think I was like six months off from from skating and stuff like that because I couldn't do the stuff upstairs that I needed to do uh, in order to to prepare myself uh, for ice and stuff so um, Yeah, like I said, it's been uh, <laughs> a long long journey, but uh, like I said, I feel pretty comfortable i um, getting over the hump here and um, like a, just trying to get better than yesterday kind of every single day and um, I realize that I'm a little behind schedule here but uh, that's why I try to get here, put my work in um, and then try to um, do stuff upstairs, do stuff on the ice try to get as much as I can to try to catch up with uh, with some of these guys
0: That is colin Blackwell uh, still like Greg said to start the show a ways away from returning but uh, good to see him back on the ice and I mean like we said before we played that I think we forget sometimes, like what these guys sacrifice to get to the point they're at, and for a guy who's a fringe NHL player anyway, yeah, to have gone through this and see who this team is bringing in, and there's people talking about it in the chat, like where does he fit? I don't know where he fits.
4: Yeah, and he doesn't know where he's, he fits. He's
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we won't know until he's consistently uh, on the ice, and I think you know you, you hear from him just being able to feel normal again, um, not even as a hockey player but just as a person being able to go out and do things you know in his in his everyday life take his dog for a walk and, and and everything to do that and feel normal uh i mean that's just a baseline uh for for him so getting to the point where he can feel normal as a hockey player and in the you know in the rigors of a season that's going to take some time too i know we've talked about it before like really feels like once he is practicing regularly again, and then once it gets to that point of like, okay, he's ready to come back to games, it'll likely be like a conditioning stint with Rockford and then kind of see where he's at. But as far as the timeline of when that happens, who knows? Like this was just the first time he was on the ice yeah. where it wasn't a struggle just to get through everything. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you feel for him. Um, you know, the, the expectations were that he was going to get that surgery uh, at the end of last season and then be ready for this season, and it wasn't. So it's just such a, a a grind to get back to feeling normal. And he's one of those guys that even at full health this year, he would have been fighting for a roster spot. So now, yeah. with the start of his season delayed, uh, he's he's even further behind in the fight for a roster spot. Well, it's, what,
0: it's what drives me nuts when you're watching any sort of sporting event with someone and they're like,
1: these guys make millions of dollars. I'd lo-
0: they are sacrificing the, the later years of their lives in many yeah. cases. We watched last year, DeMar Hamlin basically die on the field. Like there's a reason they get paid this money. They put their bodies through a ton. Yeah. And when you hear yeah, what yeah. he's been through, it's on, un, it's unreal. And it's uh man, I, I feel for him and I hope that he gets a chance, you know, to, to earn a spot here in the NHL. I mean, look, if you can play, you can play, you know, yeah. and if you come and win it, I mean, look, like, I think we all kind of, Felt like, oh, well, Reese Johnson will be on the way out, but when, he get, when he's had his chances, he's made the best of it, mm-hmm. and now they can't take him out. Yeah. I so mean, hopefully Blackwell gets a similar chance. Yeah,
2: at the beginning of training camp, I would kind of said Blackwell probably has the advantage over those other guys fighting for the spot because of how well he played on the penalty kill. Yeah. But now, look at what Boris Kachuk is doing, especially on that PK. Like we all predicted. <laughs> You're not taking him off of there. So yeah. there is, again, that's why something like this for a guy like Blackwell is so tough because – He's fighting for his job to begin with. He misses time, and now he looks and goes, well, not getting that yeah, spot. And
0: he's, wa- he's watching, he knows, it. He's he watching his it. chance slip away, and he can't even fight for he's, it. He's That's got tough, no fair. control. Ugh. There's
2: nothing worse in life than being put in a, con- a situation where you have no control over it. It's the worst. That is correct. Oh, yeah. Can confirm. Much. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Regardless if it's professionally, health-wise, going through it with a loved one, when you sit there and you
0: realize... I just have to take it. Yes. It's the worst. I won't wish it on anybody. Yes. All right, change the subject before I turn into Callum Blackwell. Ah, Should we talk about Khrushchev? Sure. He talked. Should we he play it? Do we have time? Do we have time to get to all that? Yeah, Khrushchev is quick.
2: All right, before we play it, I just have to say, Philip Khrushchev getting so much better uh, in his media duties compared yeah. to the first couple of times I talked to him in Rockford.
1: Well, yeah, he's probably more comfortable now. More comfortable, yeah.
2: a little better grasp of the language. But, yeah, actually good stuff from Khrushchev today. Duties.
5: <laughs> Feeling good. Uh, excited to finally uh, be back. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it was a hard time, but now it's uh, I'm really happy. You hey. hope, you're
4: hoping to be ready to go tomorrow?
5: Yes, I hope so. Uh, feel good today, and uh, I think even better tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how tough was it to be watching these games and and not be able to participate yeah it's the worst especially after last year the end of the season i was hurt too and then first game back i I get hurt again in preseason. so it's not fun it's it's more hard i think mentally because you can't be with the guy especially on that long road trip 11 days Uh, it was pretty tough but uh i'm happy to be back did you realize at first this would Keep you out several weeks or does it seem maybe more minor at first? No, I had no clue. I practiced the next day too and uh, yeah, it just kept hurting and uh, yeah, it's been a long time and uh, I'm just happy to be back. Did it happen on a specific play or? yes just the uh, battle in the corner but uh, i don't even actually know exactly how uh, but uh, i just felt the pain and it uh, just kept coming so uh, um,
4: yeah it yeah. Uh, been a gamer uh, practice game, yeah. game. Uh, what have you been able to you know just watching uh, learn about the team and you know
2: what all these new pieces that it has what are your impressions
5: yeah i think uh when we were playing good it was really good and then of course some games were more hard, especially that Colorado one. Yeah. But I think we have a lot of things to learn from. Uh, we're a young team and we're new together. But I think slowly it's coming together, and hopefully we can build on something. We talked with you in camp and about you have a new contract, trying to I guess live up to that expectations and take another step in your game. You're going to be extra motivated now after missing a few weeks to, to try to prove that as soon as you can. Uh, you always try to prove yourself and yes it's uh, hard when you're out and you can't do anything uh, except uh, train and stuff and uh yeah it's a good, good opportunity for me to show myself and uh, i think i'm ready for it yeah. Do you feel like
4: you you're
5: caught up to the speed or do you feel like you have to catch up uh, it was my first practice back with the team I did the morning skate, but the morning skate is a little bit different. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was uh, just getting the timing back and all of that. And
3: uh, we get one more skate tomorrow, and it's be
5: ready.
0: Thanks, Phil. Yeah, thank you. Philip Kershev seems to be back. I would be surprised if he's not in the lineup tomorrow.
2: Yeah, uh, definitely sounds like a guy ready to play. Luke Richardson said that they wanted to get him a little contact today in practice so he can see how he feels in the morning. So as long as he feels good, he's in. Uh, I know some people are like, well, why isn't he with Anthony c and Reichel right off the bat? You know, I, it was the same thing when Anthony CU came back. He kind of eased him back in, you know, put him on that line. He's going to be, you know, it could change tomorrow, but he was with Dickinson and Perry. Not really the type of guy that fits that type of line. No. But, you know, um, we'll see. We'll get some pucks, though. Yeah, I mean he'll be the. I mean owner. that
1: that gives him an opportunity to kind of be a scoring option, like the yeah. guy in, the in that in that lines. trio, rather than being more of the defensive right forward puck retriever in the AthenaSU Reichel trio. And we
2: had a, a couple uh, comments and questions about Colton Doc in the chat. Uh, he skated this morning ahead of practice on his own. Uh, he's still trying to get through that ankle injury, but seeing him on the ice. Didn't look like he was hindered in any way is a good, good sign. Good sign for him. Uh, and someone asks, you know, where does he fit? He fits in Rockford. I mean, I think that was going to be the plan all along. Yeah. This NHL roster just uh, kind of like Cole Gutman. You know, yeah. it's more beneficial, especially now after missing the last two weeks, Whether whenever he's ready to get playing, it's probably going to be at Rockford. Do we see him at some point this year? Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think so. Simply. But yeah. just like Cole Gutman, what's better for Colton Doc? Big picture, right now, playing s- eight minutes a night out of place on the fourth line in Chicago, or playing seventeen minutes a night in the top six in Rockford. It's the latter. It's in Rockford, right?
1: yeah. yeah, especially as a twenty-year-old. Yes, yeah, so we
2: got We gotta. We, gotta it, we got to have big picture thoughts. I know we're excited about some of these guys. We well, want to get him up here, but
1: I mean, he was playing well go- at the end of the preseason enough to warrant. You know, sticking around, and and I think if he wasn't injured, there was a real discussion of potentially being part of the roster to start the year. But with the injury, now having to rehab yeah. it and get some time back, yeah, going to Rockford is the best. And there's action.
2: no doubt that Luke Richardson is a huge Colton doc Yeah, he's he is he's a big fan. So I I would assume we're gonna get to see him uh, at some point before the season's over. Probably post trade deadline for
0: sure. I hope so. I hope so. He's. I, you could argue that he probably earned himself a job anyway, if not for his age and experience.
2: Yeah, but he's never played a professional game outside yeah. of a preseason game. Get him in Rockford. You know, the AHL is a, is that's a league that is perfect for what he does. He's going to be able to play his style and yep. be very effective at it. And then let him get his confidence up, knowing that he can handle the pro game. And then bring him up here when when it, the time dictates it. When he drives to Rockford, he should do it in a Chevy, shouldn't he? <laughs> we prefer not just any Chevy, but a Chevy from Ray Chevy in Fox Lake. Mm-hmm. We were just talking to our pals over there at Ray, and they have this pledge. Perhaps you've heard of it. It's called the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee that the price you see online is a price you're going to pay when you walk into the dealership. We found in many cases other dealers will raise the price on you. Like when you come into the dealership, they're going to say things like, are you a recent college graduate? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? Are you a fourth liner on the in the NHL? And in most cases, the answer is going to be nope. And that's when the other dealers get shady on you and raise the price, saying the price online included limited rebates that you don't qualify, pal. Well, at, at Ray Chevy, that's not the case. The price you see online is the price you pay with no add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for you. Which make the price lower than what you see online. As one of the top selling dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories. And right now, you can save big at Ray Chevy during their Truck or Treat Savings Event. Uh. Because 0% is back and now available on new Silverado trucks. The perfect tailgate vehicle. Nothing spooky about that deal. So come on in to Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake and find the vehicle you've been searching for. And best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the Ray price promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in person in Fox Lake or head on over to RayChevrolet.com. Serving the community since 1963. Find new roads.
1: and find what, if, new- what if you don't take the truck? What if you take the treat? What do you get? You get a truck. Oh, so you get a truck either way. Right. The treat is the truck. That's a great deal. It could be a boat. It could be a truck. (laughs) (laughs) It could even be a truck. Yes. Wonderful.
0: All right. Well, find yourself a truck. Find yourself some great money lines at Circus Sportsbook. They got tight money line splits and low hold models. Games will strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circus Sports menu, unlike those jerks at other sportsbooks, which may use minus 115 or minus 120 splits. Circus Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets like futures, golf tournaments, etc., especially compared to other books. They've got high app limits and transparency. Circus Sports does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do not limit winning players. We encourage bettors to download and explore all betting apps available and compare the lines from each sports book. Circa has incredible customer service. There's real people behind the curtain at Circa Sports who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use chatbots. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sports book at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. You know it is being you know, handled. Download the Circa Sports Illinois at circasports.com illinois-app to sign up today. Also, be on the lookout for circuit events, watch parties, and tailgates. And if you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, that's 1-800-426-2537, or text GAMB, G-A-M-B, to 833-234, or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Do, Do that this. if you Do have a all. gambling problem. Do it all. All right, last little bit of stuff we have here. Uh, two cuts from Luke Richardson. Let's start with the Kevin Korczynski one if that one's ready to go. Uh, he was asked by Scott Powers, you know, you are getting to that ten game threshold here to make a decision. Have you any more clarity on Kevin Korchinski? And here's what Luke had to say.
4: Korchinski is going to come up on nine games <laughs> you know, later this week. How much are you guys discussing uh, the, the ten game threshold, and you know what sort of assessment have you seen of him? Uh, I think he's progressing really well. Uh, he, you know, I was talking with Kevin Dean this morning, and he said he really, really likes to take in information, and he's uh, he's open and receptive. Receptive to it and puts it into his game to me. That's a sign of a good pro um, he, He's he looks excellent out there myself, you know, there's a couple like little bumps or The puck bounces against you, but that happens to everybody and he doesn't seem to be uh, You know Too erratic after something like that happens He just settles in and he's very confident with the puck. He's skated the puck really well So I haven't had very very much conversation about it. I think we're just Happy he's doing well, and it uh, looks like as long as progression keeps staying
0: the same, then we'll just keep going. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I that Does that sound like a guy going away anytime
1: soon?
2: No. I don't think any of us really expected the nine game thing no. to mean much anyway. He would have had to. Have, awful.
1: Yeah. He would have had to have looked atrocious. Yeah. Uh, and, and he hasn't. He's looked pretty competent as an NHL defenseman at 19 years old, which is pretty good. Uh, and and I think as as Richardson says, like as long as he keeps playing the way he's playing, seeing seeing some of the up, of some of the upward trajectory in his development slowly throughout the season, as long as he's going on that path and not regressing in, in in any way, there's no reason to send him back. I mean, if he shows you that he can play in this league already and do it consistently, there's no reason to to, to send him back if he doesn't need to be there.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. It's he's definitely one of the top six, top four defensemen on this team. Yeah, and until he doesn't look like he is one of those guys, there's no reason he's he's here to stay. I think, yeah, I think he's here all eighty-two. Like mm-hmm. I don't even think the trip to the World Juniors alone is is in the cards. You know, he got his ring already. Yeah, Why we'll, bother at this point? We'll see. Maybe if they you know got upset last year and didn't win, you, you send him back for that. But yeah. If he keeps playing the way he's playing, there's really no reason to. Now, if I mean, and it, as we just mentioned with the schedule, he's out there playing against some of the top teams in the league. Yeah, he's right, and he's holding his own. Right. So I don't think you're going to see a drop off when you know the the Ducks come to town or, or or any of these other teams. So he's out there looking looking good against teams that are going to be playing in the late May and June this year. Yeah,
1: Kevin Korczynski is averaging the. Fifth most time of any uh, rookie in the NHL this season at 19 minutes and 28 seconds. The second most time of any rookie in the NHL right now is Connor Bedard, 20 minutes and 19 seconds. Can you sort that by defenseman? Uh, As far as defenseman, he is one, two, three. All right. Third. Leading the way is Brock Faber, 23 minutes and 9 seconds.
0: The other thing, too, to consider, even if there is like all right, three or four games where it looks like he's kind of, you know, tr- like trying to you know, tread water a little bit, like kind of, okay, it's getting a little too much for him. He can sit for a game or two. It's not the end of the world.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have to start all 82 games for it to be successful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, exactly. There, there are
2: 28-year-old defensemen who have got 500 games under their belts who look like they're treading well, water the, from time to time. This is it what
0: happens. Pat, Pat Verbeek is doing this with Leo Carlson where he's just like, I'm going to sit him every now and again. So sure. he doesn't get overwhelmed, like, and he's been That's great. Fine. Like he's yeah. been like the numbers he's like. If you look, um, one of my favorite accounts is uh, Big Head Hockey on Twitter. <laughs> um, first of all, they have awesome avatars, but it's at Big Head H-C-K-Y is the uh, is the handle there. Uh, like th- the offense that Leo Carlson is generating has been awesome. Yeah. But Pat Verbeek, the GM of the Ducks, is like, we're gonna take our time with this guy. He's not going back. He's here but we're going to use them in the way we feel is best. Yeah. So I think it doesn't have to be like 82 or Seattle. It can be – they can figure it out. Yeah. You yeah.
1: Know?
2: He could play 70 games. Take a, take a I, I'm willing to predict quite confidently, confidently there will be a night where Kevin's sitting up in the press box with us. Yeah. Because it's just, okay, you need a break. Luke knows these things. He's got his thumb on the pulse, mm-hmm. he, especially being – an ex defenseman, he's gonna know when okay it's time to pull back a little bit. He's being able to hold hold his own and and handle everything that's been given to him. The second that's a problem, Luke will pull back. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna force him. He's not gonna you know square peg round hole and make sure like nope you're playing twenty one minutes in the night no matter how good you are. Right. No, he's going to he's going to do what's best for Kevin Korczynski.
1: And he's got the ability to be paired with two very good veterans. With Seth Jones and, and Connor Murphy. So we saw him with Jones uh, last game. He'll be with him again. He's getting power play opportunity. like He's, he's getting a lot of uh, opportunities to grow and develop, and I think it's, it's the best for him right now. And, yeah, consistency at the NHL level is hard for anybody, especially a 19-year-old. But I think we're, we're seeing more of that from him. Uh, than I think you expect for most young defensemen, so that's, that's also a positive. And Richardson also spoke about, con- spoke about consistency uh, as well with the team, not just Korchinski, but with the team as well. Good, Good analogy there.
4: Yep. Right. Uh, I thought last game we played 40 minutes and we seemed to crack first and, and then the other team was ready to take advantage. We need to find that in our game. How can we be just consistent? And consistent doesn't mean playing the same. All the time, it means recognizing the right play, and that's uh, uh, like in, in football. It's like a quarterback be mature enough to get out of the pocket, throw it out of bounds, instead of rushing and throwing an interception. We don't need to throw an interception to the other team. We need to make them work for it. And so, you know, just an analogy from another sport, it just uh, it, it makes sense. Sometimes you have to do that just to make you see it in your own sport. And. Uh, because, you know everybody sits on the couch at home at Sunday and watches football and says well what does he do it? Well that's what people do when they watch our games so um, I think you have to just uh, be mature and, and realize that uh, not winning the game on a shift by making the right play is sometimes not losing the game uh, because if you're trying to force something it gives the other team an opportunity to cash in and, and that might make the difference in the game.
0: I like that he used a football analogy because I think just American sports fans have a better understanding of – because it's just ingrained in us. Right. And yeah. that that live to play another day. Live to fight another day. The Don't try to create – throw the ball up in the air because you're going to get sacked. Throw the ball out of bounds or just eat the sack and mm-hmm. go back to play the next play. Right. Or even look at me. I'll laugh at myself. Um, just if there's no play there, get it deep. I like He used earlier in the comment, he said, get it behind your opponent. Mm-hmm. And then – Either retrieve it or forecheck, and it just it frustrates and it wears out the opponent. Live to play another day, and that goes for Connor Bedard, it goes for Reese Johnson, and everybody in between. Just you don't always have to go get the goal every go, every shift, right? And that's that's how they're going to learn. It's how they're going to grind the opponents way like Vegas does, yep. night after night after night. Yeah. Um. By the way, I found this. So Leo Carlson has been really impressive so far. This is his game Saturday against uh, Arizona. Twenty-one thirty-three of ice time. He had four shots, five scoring chances. Three of them were high danger. Plus 15 differential with him on the ice. It was minus five without him. Plus 30 shot attempt differential with him on the ice. And a 73.98 five-on-five expected goals for. That's third behind Zegers and Terry. It's nice. He's, he's, he's been really good to That's start. Nice. That's,
1: that's why we say it, it will be great to see a guy like Connor Bedard Play a team like the Arizona Coyotes because <laughs> yes, being able <laughs> being able to to have numbers like that, yes. uh, w- against you know, uh, competition like that will make it feel like okay. Well, like it's fine. not Not every not every team is is right. Boston. Not every team it's, is Colorado. It'd be like, nice to like, not be, okay.
2: be matched up against Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby. Mark Stone. yeah, you know, Jack Eichel. Jack, yeah, it'd be, guys, it'd yeah. be nice to have a, a break and, and have uh, Nick Schmaltz trying to cover yeah. Carbardard. Yeah, exactly. Um, It'll feel different. And hey, Pat Vat, bleh, Pat Verbeek, or Vat Verbeek, took a beating for taking Carlson over Fantilli. Fantilli was, everybody thought, mm-hmm. even sitting there on press row in Nashville when that pick was made, everybody kind of looked at you like, uh-oh. Yeah, chaos. It's yeah. here, and what chaos? So, oh, uh, sh- um, so they, uh, you know, it's so far. It's looked good for obviously Adam Frantilli He had his first goal the other night. Yep. Yeah, it's exciting time, as we said. It's exciting time, but I think a lot of people were ready to just be like Verbeek, what do you do? Myself, including, I was like, I, was I think you're going to regret it. that, and he still might. Yeah, but so far so good. It's just such Carlson an awesome. Fans. It's
0: such an awesome time to be a hockey fan right now. Like you've mm-hmm. got so many of the greats playing, you get still got Crosby, you still got Malkin, Ovechkin is still playing, all at a high level. Then you've got McDavid, who's hurt for a while, um, you know, and, and, those, and like that generation with McKinnon and, and McDavid and Matthews, and then you've got McCar and Al Bedard and the, all these rookies. Like, I, I'm trying to think of it. Like, of course, when Gretzky and Lemieux and Messier and all those guys were playing at the same time was probably the heyday. Yeah, but, but this the, is close to a second. But when those guys were
2: playing... There wasn't an exciting group of young guys coming behind. No, not really. Now, no. Um, It took a while from them Mm -hmm. to go from that amazing '80s run to really get back to to that kind of level. So it's nice, as you mentioned, you've got the the you know the the gray beards that are still doing it, the current superstars, and you can already pick out another four to five guys going. That's going to be the next superstar.
1: Yep.
0: All right. Good time. Well, that was a good show. We should celebrate.
1: Yeah. We should Yes. I was I was <laughs> not prepared. Caught off guard. <laughs> hey, celebrate nice with some Goose right. Island beer from the Goose Island Beer Company, the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO and Chicago's beers since nineteen eighty eight. And you could choose from their illustrious roster of delicious beers, including the full pocket pills, the uh three one two wheat ale the entire family of beer hug IPAs, the Oktoberfest. You have Bull and Goose, uh, which is the West Side Ale that is uh, honoring the Chicago Bulls. You also have uh, the Blackhawks Pale Ale. Both of those will be hitting the shelves very soon. They are available at the United Center at the Goose Island Bar. So if you're at a game, Bulls game, Hawks game, whatever it is, uh, be sure to hit up the Goose Island Bar in the UC, get all of these beers. And if you're not at the United Center, but you're still in the Chicago area, grab Ultra Fresh Brewery-exclusive beers at the Goose Island Original Brewhouse on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or go to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Again, that's the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer.
0: All right, we are back tomorrow. Post-game, Hawks and Bruins, the rematch, 7.30 at the United Center. Uh, join us when the game's over. Also, reminder, this Friday... Five o'clock at Legends in Mokina. We've got the watch party uh, for the Hawks and Golden Knights out in Vegas. 5 p.m. puck drop, live post-game show. uh, That's presented by Goose Allen. And remember, get those tickets to our November 4th takeover, allchgo.com.
1: Here's something fun. If you were at the game uh, on Saturday, uh, that was the only game in which an uh, autographed Connor Bedard jersey would be available for the Blackhawks auctions that benefit the Blackhawks Charity Foundations, that jersey sold for (laughs) $20,100. Whew.
2: must be nice to have that kind of money. Congratulations
1: to that very rich person who won the Connor Bedard autographed Blackhawks jersey at auction for $20,100. You could have bought a
0: score producer with that money. It was the
1: Duke. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I bet it was the Duke. Probably. George McCaskey.
0: Uh, Young Dingle God, by the way, on brand. He says it's either Garland or a guy who could do even more for Bedard and it wouldn't cost a team any assets. Cough, cough, 88. Thank you for your dollar. When did
1: Phil Kessel wear 88. (laughs)
0: He also made a good point earlier, believe it or not, uh, that it is unlikely (laughs) that Alex Dabrink keeps his 30% shooting percentage going. Yeah,
2: I'm no expert, (laughs) but I I think that's going to come down a little bit. Uh, And this time, again, right before we go. Uh, don't forget mention uh, Liam McHugh of TNT is joining us. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday Wednesday at 3. Uh, so around uh, around the league Wednesday. So what better person to have than uh, our guy Liam, uh, as long as he doesn't book a last-minute flight again.
0: Lots of good stuff to talk about on Wednesday. Let's, uh, my, I'm going to tell you guys after the show so I don't forget Wednesday. Okay.
1: All right. And tomorrow's game is the uh, NHL Frozen Frenzy. Uh, yes. So around the league on ESPN uh, with John Butchergrass and Kevin Weeks. Going to be a very interesting Full day of hockey. I'm, I'm very they're interested to see how that broadcast goes. By the way, all the last minute things. Tomorrow the Hawks win <laughs> 3-2. You've saw you've seen it already? Calling it. Okay, you've seen the script? Okay. I have. Sweet. Just, it right. was
0: right next to the draft script. I'm hammering hammering <laughs> all the It's Right the next bats. to those
2: lotto those ball numbers. <laughs> hammering all. All, all right,
0: the we backs. gotta go. Shut up, everybody, including me more, more than anyone. We'll touch tomorrow after Hawks Bruins on the CHGO Black Hawks Podcast. <laughs>
4: We all sitting like the mayor.